All right, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Under the Rim podcast. And man, it's been it's been kind of hectic for the NBA lately. Free agency has been going off. Um, the season's gonna start in about one or two weeks now, and yo, it's it's been it's been shook. I just want to talk about free agency right now and who I think is really the the biggest winners and losers coming out of this uh, come out of this free agency year. I'm guessing, you know, and biggest winner by far has to be the the Lakers, right? It, it it has to be. Because at first, they lost Rondo, they lost uh, Dwight, and I was thinking, yo, bro, if we don't get something crazy here, then it's gonna, it's over, man. It's it's over. Then they, they somehow managed to bring on Dennis Schroeder, which is an amazing pickup. He was already, a, what, a six-man-of-the-year runner-up? Um, he's going to provide way more offense off the bench if he decides to come off the bench. I'm hearing he wants to start. Not, I, I don't think that should be a problem because we really need somewhat of a point guard. You know, we can't be having LeBron run point all the time. He's gonna, well, he has to know like LeBron is going to be the the man who creates the offense. So basically, like going back what I just said there, he he's going to have to be the point guard. And Dennis Schroeder just got to create offense. You know, um, they somehow again they brought on Montrell. That was the biggest blind side I've ever seen in my life. You know, I did not see Montreal coming over. But then I was hearing reports of Montreal saying that they were clowning him or make, or being harsh towards him when he signed with Clutch Sports, you know. And it was just, it was an environment he wanted to be in no longer. So he decided to come over to the better team in LA. I kind of want to make a video on just why are there two different teams in LA? Because this doesn't make sense to me. Realistically, it really doesn't make sense to me. But however, they he came on over here, picked him up. You know, they picked up Mark Gasol, which I didn't even see coming. You know, I didn't hear rumors until really late before he got picked up. You know, I didn't hear no... I thought he was going over to, um, what is it, play overseas, you know, after winning the chip. But I guess not. They signed him on for, what is it, two years? So they, they had, they, Dwight Howard left, but they replaced him with Montreal. They got Gasol. They re-signed KCP and Marquise Morris. And they replaced Rondo with Dennis Schroeder. So, and recently, they just locked up LeBron for a two more, two years extension and just signed a max with Anthony Davis. So... You can tell me how the champs just got better. They just got better. They usually just have the same team and just want to run it back, you know, with maybe one addition. But they completely upgraded all of those positions. The only person that I would really want to keep is maybe Rondo because he provides something that not a lot of people can, you know, the leadership, the passing ability, the IQ, everything, you know. But he did what he had to do. He helped us, Brendan. He was a big in the championship last year so i'm not going to give rondo any shit any shit for leaving or anything like that um i'm glad the lakers signed him up but yo let's talk about the clippers okay so the clippers recently they so they lost montreal i'm hearing they want to trade lou will which i don't i don't know why you would you need that um they brought in sergi baka which is kind of shit i don't i think the clippers are kind of in the middle you know i don't think it's not the kind of shit as in oh it's shit for them it's shit for the raptors which i'll get into later um but i think they're kind of in the middle of winning and losing because they they clearly can't get where the lakers are right now in terms of the signing and free agency and bringing in those um those good ass role players and players you know but they brought sergey bach in but they lost 
Montreal, it, it's kind of just like, where are you really going? Where are you really going here? They they tried. Uh, they lost J. Michael Green, too. And, you know, the only thing they really did was Serge Ibaka. So Serge Ibaka is really good. That's why that's the only reason why I'm saying they're in the middle here. They are not a winner or a loser, you know, because they got Ibaka. But is it really enough to push them over? But they got a new coach. And I hear Paul George saying that Doc, Doc Rivers wanted to play him like um, like a like a Clay Thompson or like a spot up shooter, you know, and that that's not him. But it's it's back and forth because he's saying that Doc Rivers didn't make adjustments against the Nuggets, which I was trying to tell everyone, you know, it's just like Doc Rivers before like as the more NBA goes on, the more I'm starting to like him less as a coach because look at that, you had enough time to make adjustments against the Nuggets. You had about what three games, four three games, and you did the same thing over and over. And that's, I'm not putting all the blame on Doc. You know, Kawhi is a defensive god. He should have known how to, like, he should have told the team, lead the team. Yeah, you lead him by example, but you also got to lead with your voice, too. You got to tell these guys what they're doing wrong, what to fix here. And then you just got Paul George kind of just complaining, you know. But we'll see next season. I don't think, I really don't think the Clippers did much in the offseason, if you ask me. We'll see how they go. Um... Let me see here. I don't know what the Charlotte Hornets were thinking when they decided to sign um, Gordon Hayward for a max four-year 120 mil. They took a, an auto L. I feel like I shouldn't even have to explain this to anyone about this. You know, they took a, took a huge L, a huge L uh, on that one. I don't know why you're giving Hayward the max. See, it's Unless he returns to Utah Jazz like right before he went to the Celtics, Hayward... That's the only way. The only way I see this guy worth his money. But he keeps, somehow, this guy keeps finessing a bag from teams. And I don't get it. I don't get it. But you know why he finessed the Celtics that year? Because he came off Utah. This, I don't really understand. Michael Jordan, this way you don't have, this way you don't have MJ as your, your owner. Because he'd be doing shit like this. Um, Hornets didn't really do anything. They brought in LaMelo. We'll see how that goes. Um, Atlanta Hawks, Atlanta Hawks, nice pickup of Rondo. Um, let's see who they added here. They added Rondo, Chris Dunn, Gallinari, and maybe, uh, uh, Bodon. So we'll see how they go here. I like them getting better. I like the Hawks. The Hawks are slowly progressing every year. I like them with Trey Young leading them. You know, uh, Clint Capella is a good upgrade. That pick and roll is going to be pretty nice. You got John Collins on there as well. I think this team could be it, it could be good. It's not going to be a contender immediately, but we'll see how the emergence slowly comes out. You know, these guys are still young. Rondo's going to provide that leadership, uh, help mentor Trey Young in a way, you know, give him that that, that IQ and that toughness. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks, yeah, Milwaukee Bucks took a, a hard L, a hard L. They were about to pull off a trade for Bogdan. He said, nah, I, what are you talking about? And didn't want to go there. Um... They gave up Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, and first round picks for Drew Holiday, who's a he is a good player, you know. But you, it's just one player, and you gave up George Hill and Eric Bledsoe and picks, you know. And Giannis might not even stay. Did he even sign the extension yet? Who knows? Yeah, I don't think he signed the extension yet. You see, here people are saying the winner are the Toronto Raptors, but I think the real winner here is just Fred VanVleet because he finessed the eighty-five million dollar contract. Um, 
I think the Raptors lost hella lost this free agency. It's it's it might be over for them actually. They might be stuck in NBA purgatory where they're not good enough to make the the finals or out of the second round, but they're not bad enough to be a lottery team. So I think they're kind of screwed if you ask me. Like Fred Van Vliet is good, but you lost Mark Gasol and you lost Serge Ibaka and you replaced him with Aaron Baines. I don't, I don't know. I think that's an L for the Raptors, honestly. Aaron Baines is a good player. Don't get me wrong. But he's not what Serge Ibaka and what Mark Gasol could do for the team. Let's not try and... I don't know. Let's not try and make some storylines up that the Raptors are going to be what they were in 2019 or even 2020, you know. So I think they lost two big pieces. L, if you ask me. Trailblazers, they got back Ennis Cantor. Eh... You know, eh, W, I guess. Um, winner, Boston Celtics. They got Tristan Thompson, signed Jeff Teague. Um, they they upgraded a point guard by let yeah they let Brad Wanamaker leave, sign Jeff Teague, let Gordon Hayward leave. Uh, leave. Uh, middle. I think they're in the middle. I don't think they're a winner or a loser. You know, they got Tristan Thompson, decent. The Celtics every year have this massive hype behind them, and then just get it washed. So I need to see it to even say anything, but it, nothing really out here stands and impresses me. Like, I'm not going to tell you here. I'm not going to sit here and scream that they, they impress me. The Celtics, they really are just running into a brick wall every year I see them. They're just eh, not not much impressive. Yes, not, much, not too impressed with the Celtics. You know, Tristan Thompson, okay. <laughs> like, okay, it's, that's it. But that's what I got to think about free agency. You know, those are the winners. I think the biggest loser out of all this, the biggest L, is a tie between the Hornets and the Raptors. Because I think the Raptors lost big pieces. I think they need to do something quick. If the Mark my words. If the Raptors cannot get someone like Giannis or a big name free agent, MVP, superstar level of free agent, the Raptors are done for until they sign until they either blow up the team or they sign a, a big name like Kawhi or Giannis or AD or Harden or somebody along that stature you know the Raptors are done for don't expect them to be making it out the second round next year don't expect maybe not even the first round you know but we'll see we'll see maybe maybe I'm wrong and they, they do something crazy but I'm giving them second round max second round max for next year um the hornets they're gonna be ass as always you're not putting your franchise on lamello ball just yet you have to let him develop before you put the weight of a whole franchise on the man look what happened alonzo so two biggest l's and you gave that much money to hayward i don't know what the hell y'all were thinking he really finessed the shit out of you it's a w for hayward but l for the hornets so Lakers just got better. I have um I have them as my favorites to repeat. Repeat. I don't know. I think maybe the 76ers will face them in the finals. If they play like how the 76ers should play. If not, uh, super hot take here. I got the Miami. I got Miami going back to the finals. Honestly, I got Miami. What? Uh, oh, yeah. I totally forgot. Durant and Kyrie are healthy. So, either Miami or Brooklyn, honestly. No other teams but Miami or Brooklyn in the, in the East are telling me that they are going to be dominant the celtics always do this shit every year where they where they think we're going to be don we think they're going to be dominant and then they, they're not you know they, they they come to the playoffs and they just choke so who knows
All right, so last night, Blockbuster trade was announced. Huge trade. Twitter was buzzing. Twitter was going crazy. John Wall for Russell Westbrook. John Wall is heading to the Houston Rockets. Russell Westbrook is heading over to the Washington Wizards. Biggest L for the Wizards I've ever seen in my life. Number one, you told Wall that he wasn't going to be traded. I was hearing Wall was upset that his name was in trade rumors. Then you said he wasn't going to be traded, and now he's traded. Uh, so again, to remind all of you guys, loyalty should never be a thing in the NBA. And I'm not saying that sarcastically. I'm saying if you are a, if you are a star, say take AD for example, or to even take LeBron in his early Cleveland years, you're loyal to a team. They can't surround you with good with good star talent, or like I'm not saying John Wall's case because he had Bradley Beal, but they can't surround you with talent. Um, the front office is not doing their job properly. Um, you're losing every year. You're losing, losing, losing in the playoffs, not even making the playoffs. It's getting tired. You're signing extensions. Same thing over and over. At a point in time, you can leave. You should be able to leave and not face scrutiny, you know, and because you want to win rings. And you're not ring chasing. You're just going to a team that gives you a better chance at winning a ring. What Kevin Durant did, I wasn't, wrong, I wasn't mad that he left OKC. I was perfectly fine that he left OKC. You want to go somewhere new? Perfectly fine. But if you want to go a team that makes it just basically you could sit on the bench and still win a ring, then that's what I had a problem with. You know, they beat you to they just beat you. You're basically going to the mans that just jumped you and jumped your friends and joining them. But that's a discussion for another day. If you went anywhere else, I would have been fine with it. I really didn't care anywhere but the Warriors. But in John Wall's case, man was loyal to the Wizards until they started disrespecting him. You know, and this is why I tell guys like or I say guys like Lillard. Um, even John Wall, AD before he left, y- you need to leave. You need to leave. If you are not, if you, or even what they did to IT, and that's why I don't really like Danny Agents of the Celtics because of what they did to IT and how they really treat their stars, honestly. Um, if you don't like, or if you are losing in a, in a position and you want to win rings and you want to become an all-time great and you are in a position where you are not winning, just leave. Just leave. Wait till your contract expires. Don't say anything. Interview with a few teams. See what they can offer you and go there. Simple as that. Just go there. You've been loyal enough. I'm sure Portland isn't going to hate you, Damien. If I'm it, like, I'm sure like n- the way the way New Orleans started hating Anthony Davis is because the way he requested a trade in the middle of the season. But if you just leave and you say thank you all for every for everything here, I tried my best, everything, I'm sure Portland won't hate you as much as like these other teams i'm telling you right now look at john wall the man got traded look at DeRozan, man got traded blood sweat and tears you know at the end of the day the nba is a business so you need to make business decisions for yourself and not let these company and not let these front offices do it for you this is what i'm saying i'm always saying loyalty shouldn't be a thing in the nba loyalty has never been a thing in the nba because as soon as you become a liability or as soon as they think they can get someone better for you obviously they're going to trade you they're gonna trade you. Look what it. Look, look what they told DeRozan. He's out of there. They got Kawhi won a chip, like, and now he's stuck in Spurs land, about to be moved around. He just you. He just signed a. He just went on for one more year, and he. I think he's out of there, honestly. But going back to the Washington Wizards and Wall thing, they did Wall dirty. Fair enough. Washington did Wall did Wall dirty. But who is the real winner of this trade? The Houston Rockets. And you might be saying, Yo, Westbrook is way better than Wall. Uh, it can it's debatable it's debatable um 
with current Westbrook. Maybe triple double Westbrook, then we have another story. But let's say let's say Wall returns to what he was before his injury. This man was double digit assists. His jump shot was getting better. Athleticism was prime. The handles were prime. Um, he has higher basketball IQ than Westbrook. I don't think we can really argue that. Um, but right now, what we've seen with Westbrook, he hasn't worked out well in Houston. Wasn't working out in the end years of OKC with Paul George. So if if Wall can come back with a better jumper, like KD saying he was going off that day, better jumper with his with his IQ, I think they won this trade. Honestly, they won this goddamn trade because Washington wasn't wasn't going anywhere. So if you're telling me Westbrook is either the same player as Wall or better than Wall then Washington should easily be better. But I don't think they're going to get any better from this. I think they kind of played themselves. I don't think... I think you should move Wall for somebody else, if you ask me. Any, anyone but Westbrook. Because I feel like you can't win a ring with Westbrook. Westbrook's current play style and current level of basketball IQ where he makes certain decisions, I don't think you you can win. If I'm Washington, I think it's time to blow up the damn team. I think it's over, honestly. You guys have been ass for years. Um, haven't gone anywhere for years. Right now, what you do, you trade Westbrook, you trade Beal, you trade everyone, get picks, tank a little bit if you have to, start getting the higher picks, maybe get some stars back, see what see what you can do, see what you can build, because right now it is not the way. The, weather, the Raptors are going to have to start doing the same thing just now too. But right now, I'm telling you, do not be surprised if the Wizards are high-key garbage next season because it won't surprise me. I don't think Bradley Beal and Westbrook will mesh well. I think Houston, I think Houston has a good duo there with Wall and Harden. I think it takes some pressure off Harden. Um it takes some pressure off Wall. You know, they can work together. I feel like the as soon as they get in there, you make some adjustments for Houston, you get a big man in there, you get a couple shooters. Houston is back in there contending, you know. Is it enough to take out the the Lakers? I don't think so, but is it enough to give the Lakers a challenge? Yes. Is not to give the Clippers a challenge? Yes. Nuggets? Yes. I think they can contend if they get the right pieces to surround around Wall and and Harden. So we'll see. You know, we'll see. I think Houston definitely won that trade. I don't think it's up to for debate. All right. So that's everything really I got to say this week in terms of basketball news. I will be back next week with, with any news, if there's anything going on crazy, if any big signings, trades, anything really happened. They just announced that the trade deadline was March 25th. So, you know, anything can happen looking forward to those first starting games december 22nd and i want to thank you guys so much for listening and supporting me throughout the year hopefully next year we can grow into something bigger look out for my youtube channels i have um the first one they call me mythic with uh, everything basketball related and then mythic plays with my twitch streams highlights and everything i do be be streaming every friday and saturday from 10 to 2 a.m 10 p.m to 2 a.m um any games really cyberpunk coming out soon so i'll be streaming that so if you guys want to check that out go over there link is in my bio on my twitter instagram youtube uh anywhere you can really find me you will see the links to everything i have again thank you guys so much for listening and i will see you guys next week